everyone, and welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King, and I'm still coming at you from my guest bedroom. I recently caught up with Ari Santiago, founder and president of IT Direct, a West Hartford-based technology consulting company. Ari is also the host of the podcast Made in America, which I think everyone in Connecticut should listen to. Ari's pausing his own podcast game for the time being, so I invited him on the BizCast. I asked Ari about how IT Direct has changed their workflow with clients in the past couple weeks. What tools and tips teams can use to successfully work remotely without sacrificing collaboration and communication? And how this might change the way we work, even after we all get back to our physical workspaces. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Ari, it's good to hear from you. How are you holding up? Doing good, Shannon. It's great to talk to you as well. You know, it's... uh interesting to be home so much. I think it occurred to me about an hour ago. I hadn't been outside in three days. Um, <laughs> so I went out to get, get some fresh air. Um, but uh, it's interesting and different to be sure, but I'm doing very well. Good. That's good. I, I also need to get outside and get some sun on my face. Um, mm. So what has IT Direct been implementing, not only in your workplace with your employees, but for clients for the past, I can't believe this has only been about two weeks or so, that a lot of workplaces have been working remotely. Um, So just talk about what you've been doing with your employees and your clients to meet their needs. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first I want to start with what we've been doing um, internally. Uh, And I think, you know, we're we're in a a, a better position than than some, right? So, like a lot of knowledge workers could do, uh, we're able to work remotely very effectively. And so, you know, IT Direct has been set up to work and be able to work remotely for a very long time. You know, we've had a lot of flexibility, you know, for staff that occasionally needs to work remotely or dealing with, uh, you know, inclement weather issues and stuff like that. So we've had the infrastructure in place for quite some time uh, to be able to do that. So uh, we got a little bit of a head start. And, and I'll tell you, I think a good practice that uh, we've been able to share with our clients and, and that we started, you know, internally is really to sit down and say, what are the critical functions, services, products that IT Direct delivers uh, to our customers and, and how do we do that? And so we basically sat down and looked at each area of the business and said, okay, our engineering team, our support team, our proactive services team, our cloud services team, our finance team, you know, our strategic team, our sales team, marketing you know, what do they all do and what are their critical functions? And we sort of made a list of that. And then we said, okay, how do we do those right now? What, what systems do we use? Um, is there anything on paper versus, you know, what's online? Um, and then how are we going to do it in the new reality? And we sort of started that maybe two and a half or three weeks ago. So we got a little bit of a head start. Um, and, you know, we're fortunate. We didn't have a whole lot on paper, but there is some critical stuff that is on paper, most importantly, we still receive a lot of payments via check. Um, so making sure somebody could get those checks and how we could, you know, deal with that. So that's kind of what we did and we went through and we're leveraging, you know, a lot of those, a lot of the tools that we have in place to, to kind of keep working, you know, VPN, Microsoft 365, Microsoft Teams and, and stuff like that. And we can get into that a little bit later. Um, and, um, and then I think kind of to your question about what have we done for our clients, is we've tried to help them look at their critical workflows and determine what can be done remotely and then getting them set up for that. And, you know, what we found is that a lot of people, while they may have had some remote work capacity, we've had to expand that quite significantly. You know, people didn't anticipate this level of sustained remote work and keeping in mind that 
you know, social distancing being a real thing, that even in businesses like manufacturing, which IT Direct has a, has a huge presence in, even if you want to have your production staff, you know, on the floor, we still want to look at what can we what can we have that can be done remotely, just to limit the risk of people getting sick and, and kind of interrupting their life and of course, you know, business workflow. So it's been it's been a heck of a two weeks. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, what are the biggest issues that your clients have had recently um, for those that maybe work somewhat remotely or don't work remotely at all? Like you mentioned, manufacturers, what are the biggest um, pitfalls or troubleshooting that you are doing for your clients right now? Look, uh, you know, it's it's funny. I think that it's, it, the main thing that we're thinking about and talking to people about is, how we can keep people healthy and at the same time productive. And there's a lot of challenges around there, Shannon. For example, um, you know, if you have to have people come on site, and this, by the way, goes for medical practices that are still need to be able to see patients, and it goes for manufacturers, right, that still need to be producing, you know, it's hard to have separation all the time. And so we've been talking about with them, I'm um, just strategizing with them, even on sort of like shift balancing, which isn't really technology related, but super important, right? Staggering lunch breaks, um, having certain protocols in place that keep people further away from each other. Um, and sometimes that does involve technology. So for example, with deliveries, maybe we don't want to have to see someone face-to-face to be able to receive a delivery. So how can they communicate with us from outside the facility? Hey, we're here to drop something off. We're going to kind of leave it outside and then have you come in. Uh, sometimes that could be literally something as low-tech as a piece of paper, uh, you know, uh, uh, with a phone number, uh, or if it's maybe with a courier service, kind of working with some instant messaging capabilities. Um, and I just have to say, you know, one of the things we're seeing that's been a huge benefit from a technology perspective has been the move to Office 365. The ability to leverage that cloud technology to be able to work remotely and really extend our technology capabilities, especially Microsoft Teams, has just been tremendous. Yeah, uh, we at CBIA, we use the Google suite and uh, Mm -hmm. it's always been incredibly helpful for collaborative work, but especially now it's been great with chat and sharing and being able to see um, collaboration in real time. Um, As we're talking about uh, systems that your company is using and CBIA uses, do you have any other tools or a bigger question, tips uh, that teams that are now working remotely can use uh, without sacrificing collaboration? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so you mentioned the the Google suite. I think, you know, in the, in the business world that we're in, we're seeing much more adoption of um, the, the Microsoft suite for any number of reasons in integration. Uh, and I think, you know, so my number one cu- couple of, tips, right? So I think the the first thing is video, video, video. Um, It is such a huge thing, uh, especially, it's not just that we're working remotely, but a lot of us, because of the social isolation that we're doing, the social distancing, there's a little bit of isolation going on and not everyone even lives with other people necessarily, right? And so I think in addition to that, kind of talking to people, being able to see someone and connect with them on a video basis is just so important and just makes such a big difference. Um, and we all have smartphones. So even if people are home and realize they didn't have a webcam or an ability to do that, you know, using, whether you're using Google Hangout, whether you're using Microsoft Teams or for organizations that maybe haven't done 365, 
looking at a product like Zoom, for instance, super easy to use, um, you can load those apps on your mobile phone, right? And everyone's phone has a camera. Um, heck, you could even use FaceTime, you know, or, uh, or WhatsApp video. But I really think that we're, we're finding both internally at IT Direct and talking with our clients that that video, you know, makes a really big difference. And that's it's just a really big tip. Um, you know, another thing that we're finding is really important is that, you know, it's, we used to have these serendipitous check-ins with people. Sometimes they were pre-scheduled, you know, one-on-ones with our team. Sometimes it was just water cooler talk. Um, and th- those things obviously don't happen when you're not in the same place. And, and sometimes due to just the amount of change and what's happening with COVID-19, you know, we've kind of pushed off some of those um, non-essential meetings. And IT Direct is making a big push and we're recommending to our clients to really spend the time to get those one-on-one meetings back and just check in with people and just have the conversation like, how's it going? You know, how are you feeling? Um, you know, that, that really, I think, is going to help connect us back together and help our companies and our culture remain solid and help us continue to be productive. Um, so that's another tip. And then I think the other piece that we're finding now is there's a new way of working. So I don't know about you, Shannon, but I'm finding myself on way more video conferences and conference calls than I ever have before. Yes. That have lots of people, yeah, lots of people on it, right? Yes. So, so, so setting the ground rules on how we can manage that, you know, so when we have a meeting, picking a leader and saying, hey, Tom, you're the leader of this meeting. So, you know, if someone wants to speak up, they can send a chat and Tom's going to kind of run that meeting so that we make sure everybody has a chance to speak and people aren't talking over each other. So we can sort of cue that up, you know, then at the end, before we end the meeting, kind of just going around the room and asking everyone, hey, did you have anything you want to add? Because sometimes in the meeting, right in the corner of your eye, I see, oh, Shannon wants to say something. Well, sometimes it's hard to pay attention to that, you know, when you've got 10 people on a video chat or even five people. Um, and so, um, you know, kind of going through that, I think, is, is really super helpful. And um, the last thing I, I talk about, and you touched on it, I think, a little bit, which is screen sharing. You know, there's, there's lots of capabilities in all of these, um, you know, video conferencing tools to be able to share the spreadsheet you're working on or the presentation or the document or the website you're looking at. And I think putting that up on the screen when you're talking, so ev- instead of saying, hey, everybody open the document, no, have everyone look at the shared document so we're all working on it together. I think that really fosters a sense of collaboration and a, a lot more productivity. Yeah, those are those are awesome tips, and we've been trying to implement those as well over the past few weeks. Uh, last mm-hmm. question I have for you, and this is kind of a big question, and, and it might be a little too early to ask this, but just mm-hmm. with your background in technology, how do you see this pandemic changing the way that we work and use technology? I mean, not just right now, but into the future. What is this going to do to the workplace? That's a, that's a great question, Shannon, and I think you know, I, I often think that we, technology advances, um, they tend to go slow until they go fast. Um, and a lot of times what makes them kind of go fast um, can be a crisis like this. You know, uh, I'm sure, you know, CBIA is doing this, IPRX is doing this. Everyone's looking around and saying, okay, what, what have I been spending money on? What have I been doing that I really don't need anymore, right? I maybe it's too busy to kind of go through and really like look at what I'm really need and what I really don't need. But I think now everyone is going to do that. And it's also where could I invest or where could we spend to drive more efficiency? And, you know, we've been singing that technology song for as long as, you know, as long as I can been in existence and heck even, even before that about how much technology can do to advance business. And I think 
that this pandemic is going to accelerate that at a tremendous level for, for two really critical reasons. One is the, just the business crisis, right? When, when you see businesses losing revenue at the rate they are because of travel, you know, restrictions and restaurants closing and all that stuff, that's going to, you know, cause some rethinking about how we do things. And the other piece is the social isolation, right? It's the, it's the, or social distancing, I should say. It's, it's the fact that video conferencing, collaborating, like I was talking about sharing screens, the ability for me to effectively work from my house and share information with other people. I think that's going to be a realization that we need to have that. And people are going to invest in that more than they have before. And we always saw this. I'm sure you remember, you know, the snowmageddon storm, which I think was probably five years ago now, like 2015. Um, You know, when a lot of places in the state, you know, didn't have power for like a week. Um, And we saw a big uptick in people really investing in cloud and, and VPN and that type of stuff back then. And that was a snowstorm that for some people was a few days and some people a week or two. You know, I think this is going to change the way we work for at least another month uh, and possibly beyond that. And if that becomes the case, I think it's going to have a way outsized impact where people are really going to look at how can I leverage technology more? You know, the cloud is going to get so much bigger and the benefits we've been talking about that are going to seem so much more real. Hosted phone systems, uh, another example, um, you know, that type of stuff I think is going to be really, really huge. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. One last thing I have for you. What is Please. your, what is your number one advice right now for leaders um, who are uh, leading their organizations and their companies who, I mean, this is a, this is an extraordinary time. Um mm. What advice are you implementing for yourself and what advice would you give to leaders to get through this time and really motivate their employees to stay engaged and to stay involved during this really uncertain time? Uh, so, uh, from my perspective, what I, would, uh, what I would say to leaders and what I do tell people when we talk is I think, you know, number one thing is now is the time to drive the most value we possibly can. Think about where your customers, your clients, what's the best value that they derive from your business and make sure you're doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down on driving that value um, and doing it as best as you can. And that often means a lot of communication, right? Making sure whatever we think we need to do to communicate, do that times two, you know, respectfully, right? Don't overdo it, but make sure we're communicating and driving that value and focus on value. And what, what I believe on that is that a core function of driving that value is our team. And so, you know, we're making it a priority to communicate with the team. We, our COVID task force meets every single day. We do an internal and an external update every single day. Sometimes it's extremely, we, we often try and make it very short. People are getting inundated with long emails. So we try and keep it short, pointed, and with relevant information um, and trying to make sure that our teams are feeling super supported. You know, uh, for example, a lot of, um, you know, health plans and, and uh, uh, programs that companies have include an employee assistance program or EAP. That's part of the deal that no one really knows about. And so, for example, our update today was sharing that we have an EAP program. And that means that there's mental health support, there's child care discussion support, senior care support, legal document review, all that's available as a benefit that we've always been providing that people don't really know about. And so 
you know, we're realizing that not only do our people worried about their jobs and we're trying to communicate about that, but this can be extremely stressful. We have employees whose spouses or significant others have been laid off or been furloughed, others that are worried about it. Um, this can take a really big toll physically and mentally. And we just want to make sure that we're there for our team and supporting them so that they're going to be strong and powerful to support us when this does come to an end and things get back to normal. Absolutely. That's a really great takeaway. Uh, Well, Ari, it's great to hear your voice. I'm used to hearing it once a week on the Made America podcast. I do miss that. I know you're pausing for a bit, um, but thank you for taking the time to talk with us. And um, I, I wish you the best, you and your employees. Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate it. And by the way, Made in America, uh, you know, COVID-19 edition uh, will be coming back next week. We're going to be coming back strong and again, focused on just driving value you know, to our community and trying to help people through this really difficult time. So I appreciate you getting my views and sharing them <laughs> out there. All the best to you, Shannon. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit CBIA.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860 844-1900. Stay safe out there.